Hello, hello, and welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Alana Gentry, also known as Alana Banana. It's my nickname since I was little, and it's how the kids know me from the Alana Banana Show. I am a songwriter, kids content creator, and foster mama, and I love hanging out with kids, but I also really love connecting with you, the grown-ups. So I created this podcast to bring a little inspiration into your day or I hope to bring a little inspiration into your day. I believe it is so important to come back to the things that you love and bring you joy. So what is that for you? I know for me, this is something that brings me joy. So I'm excited to be here with you today. But I'm curious, how can you take some time every day just for you and give yourself permission to enjoy your life? I mean, even if it's just for (laughs) a few minutes a day, maybe a few hours, I think the more we do it, the more we will continue to do it. And when we feel good, it affects everyone around us. So each week I'll be sharing stories of people's resilience and have guests on that are making an impact in the world. I'll also be putting out shorter solo episodes occasionally, like today, to talk about life, parenting, and how our perspectives and practicing presence can change everything for us. Today we are diving into the third episode of this inspired series where I'm breaking down the letters in the word inspired and talking about what it means to me and maybe how it can uplift our lives. So we're talking about the letter S for spirit. Now, when I thought about each word that would go with the letters in the word inspired, they came to me pretty quickly. And I talked it over with my friend, Darren, who I create a lot of content for the Atlanta Banana Show with, and he had some ideas for letters as well that I thought worked better, but I always knew I would talk about spirit. When I initially thought of the word spirit, of course, I was thinking about the energy that someone has that they bring into a room, their spirit. I thought about even high school days. I was a cheerleader. I mean, I went to Notre Dame High School in the San Fernando Valley. And that was a very spirited school. It probably still is. Well, I grew up dancing and performed throughout my childhood as a dancer. And I also was very much into watching the Lakers with my dad growing up in Los Angeles. And so I, of course, naturally as a dancer, loving the Lakers, I wanted to be a Laker girl. This was when I was like 10 years old. But as I grew up and I became a cheerleader, And I finally became a varsity cheerleader that was a dance squad. I got that out of my system. I also was very much into theater in high school, surprise, surprise, and had a lot of spirit around that as well, the spirit of creativity and performance. And so when I think of the word spirit, a lot of times I think about just that presence, that energy that people bring when they walk into a room. And of course, there is the deeper meaning of the word spirit. And it's something that I connect to daily. It's also something that I haven't always shared publicly with everybody. Well, I mean, I guess why would I? We don't always share everything publicly. But now that I have this podcast, (laughs) I'm starting to share a little more. My oldest, closest friends, my family, they all know that for decades, I have been very much into metaphysical study. I would say I'm a modern mystic, possibly. I'm not religious, but I am definitely a spiritual person. And 
all of the books that I've read on metaphysics and the universe and quantum physics has led me down the spiritual rabbit hole that I love. I'm fascinated by. And I don't always share it because I know everybody has their own belief systems. And I'm not trying to push my beliefs on everyone. I think we are here on this earth to learn lessons. Everybody is on their own path, as cliche as that sounds. I think it's true. And so whatever works for you is cool with me. But for my life, I've loved diving into the intangible, the spiritual, the otherworldly. It makes life really interesting and inspiring and exciting to me, like anything is possible. And it also takes me out of the heaviness of being human, being in this physical body at times. So there is this magnet on our refrigerator that my mother-in-law, Eric's mom, who has passed, gave him years ago. And I thought I'd share it right now because I think it's relevant to what we're talking about. It's by the Buddha. And it says, believe nothing, no matter where you read it or who has said it, not even if I have said it, unless it agrees with your own reason and your own common sense. And I think that's so true. And I think that our belief systems change throughout our lives. I think that it's something that is important to look at because I think a lot of our belief systems come from conditioning or what our parents believed. And as we get older, it's important to examine those beliefs. Why do I believe this? And does it serve me? And for me, it's a continual thing that I look at. I think spirit is our higher self, our connection to something greater than us. I believe in a higher power. I believe in the spiritual realm. I think this life is temporary. So I'm recording this episode a few weeks before it will be released. A lot of times we do that as podcasters. We record interviews and then we'll prep them because it takes some prep work and get them ready to be released a few weeks before. Sometimes I record my intros right before I release them, but I am going to be traveling in the next few weeks and I'll be returning home back to Los Angeles the day that this episode is released. If you've listened to my previous episode on nurture, I decided yesterday to take my own advice and nurture myself and pretty much change the plans for my day to day. I was supposed to record an interview with somebody and I was supposed to be interviewed. And with everything going on in my life right now, I felt like I just needed to have some space in my day, in my morning, some alone time. I knew I wanted to dive into this episode because it's been on my heart, on my mind for the last week. I'm sure I'll be sharing more later, but my dad has been ill for the last few months. It kind of became came a shock to us because he's always been so healthy. And I guess that's what happens sometimes when you get older but he was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. So I've been traveling back to Texas where my parents live to visit, taking a few solo trips the last month, and we'll be traveling back in a couple of days. Now, knowing that 
this life that he's living is going to be ending soon and he'll be transitioning. I, of course, have the word spirit on my mind, in my heart, all around me, all the time. It's said that nobody really knows what happens to us when we pass. But like my father, I have been fascinated with people who've had near-death experiences. Throughout the years, I've read tons of books, watched lots of programs. I think because when I was younger, I was afraid of death. I think a lot of us are. We don't know what it holds. We know it's going to happen to all of us, but we don't know what really happens. So to hear people's experiences of what happened when they had consciousness outside of their brain being conscious and then came back into their physical body to tell what they saw. Now, there are some differences and I won't get into all the stories because there's so many that I've heard, but the main thing that really stood out to me is that nobody was afraid Everybody felt a complete sense of unconditional love more than they have ever felt in their whole life. Like they were home and none of them wanted to come back, but had the sense or uh, telepathically, a spiritual being, maybe an angel or a loved one had transmuted to them that it wasn't their time, that they still had things to learn. So they came back and When I read those stories or heard about those stories, uh, there's like a a freedom that came into my mind of, oh, why do I need to be afraid of this? And it's been really interesting just this past weekend of being with my dad, talking about these things. My human self, of course, is very sad and heartbroken, but my spiritual self, my higher self is not. I asked him if he was kind of excited to see what happens. And he said, yeah, of course I am. I'm very excited. I mean, of course, no one wants to go through a painful situation. And I think it's more painful for the loved ones still here. But I also had heard this story on NPR, this woman who had worked with hospice patients, people who were dying for 30 years. And she said, not one person when they were close to death, said they were afraid. And that's very comforting. So I don't mean to be morbid here, but I also want to share what's real for me, what's going on for me right now in talking about the subject of spirit. Sometimes I write out things that I want to talk about, and then I kind of vamp on it. Today, I thought I would just let my own spirit just guide me (laughs) Maybe I'll be all over the place. Who knows? But I also just want to be real. When I tap into that higher perspective in my spirit, it helps me get out of my head, my ego, and it tells me that everything's okay. I read this book years ago, so many books, but one called, I believe it was The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he talks about this life being an illusion. And my dad said it too this past weekend, this life we're living, it's really an illusion. It's Maya. We've heard it before from other religions. And again, I'm not religious, but I believe that every religion has the same essence. They're all going to a one truth that we at our core are love, that we go to a place of love. And this life that we're living is 
if it's an illusion and our truth is where our spirit is connected to, another realm, a higher dimension, the all-knowing, the remembrance that we are one, that we're all connected, that brings about more peace and compassion in my mind, in my life, and how I want to interact with people. Because, and it's something I definitely have to remind myself of, but when somebody triggers me or something happens that really triggers me, our personality and gets involved, of course, and we have emotions around it. But that's, again, where my meditation practice comes into play of like, okay, what's the truth of this? This person is reacting this way because they're hurt. They're navigating from a place of not remembering their own truth and where they came from. So I'm wondering, how do you connect with your spirit? Is it through being in nature? I know for me, whenever I'm in nature, I feel everything rise within me. My energy, I talked about it in the nurturing episode as well. Being in nature is like being in church for me. Do you give yourself quiet time to reflect, to come back to a higher perspective? And how do you do that? For me, it's always been through books, through reading. About 25 years ago, I read a book called The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukoff that completely changed my life. I think a lot of these books have changed my life, and they all kind of lead me to the next one. But he talks about this being an earth school that we're in talks about reincarnation, our soul relationships. And when I read that book, it really felt in my core true for me. Might not be for everybody. I know for Eric, my husband, I don't even know if we're, we're really on the same page with it all. He says, I don't know. I don't know. I'm open. And I think throughout the years, we are open more and more. And that's when he showed me that magnet that his mom got of believe nothing unless it really rings true to you. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I haven't always shared my feelings around all of this because I was in still a place of, um, I guess, wanting to be accepted of people pleasing. But oh, I'm so happy to be in my 40s <laughs> and to be letting go of that and those beliefs. It's so liberating. And wherever you are, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, to let go of that more and more is so liberating. And I think I'm going to dive into that a little more on my I episode for identity. But the more I connect with spirit daily, the more I ask for guidance from something greater than myself to just guide my thoughts, my words, my actions for the day, the more I can let go of my own agenda and be present and get out of my own way and follow the intuitive nudges and leads that come. The more we do it, the easier it gets to hear those nudges, to hear that guidance. And if you're not already doing it, Oh, just try it out more and more. See where it takes you. It really does keep life interesting. And believe me, there I know we all have down days. I mean, I'm in the emotional roller coaster right now where I'm up and down and up and down because being in this human body 
feels so heavy sometimes, especially with everything going on in life. But then connecting to spiritual texts or great deep conversations, connecting with people, relationships, that, that is spirit to me. That is what fuels me. That's what brings me back to the truth of this life and why we're here. It's not about the car that I'm driving. It's not about the house that I'm living in. Although we so want to connect to that. We so want to attach ourselves to that. And the older I get, the more I really try to weed that out and let go and remember that when I'm feeling my best, when I'm feeling my most connected, it's really when I'm sitting in conversation with somebody or sitting outside in nature, not spending any money, just being. So I have this book that I love. <laughs> I've been talking about so many books, but really it's it's uh, it's the reminder. It's what brings me back to remembering this truth because our minds like to uh, play lots of games with us. So this book is called Heart Steps. I've posted about it on Instagram before. It's Prayers and Declarations for a Creative Life by Julia Cameron. So Julia Cameron wrote The Artist's Way. If you don't know it, oh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a workbook. I've worked through it a couple of times in my life and learned a lot about myself through it. So this one, though, this book is one that you can flip to a page and read a passage. And the one I flipped to today, there's a quote at the top. And this quote says, Today... I live in the quiet, joyous expectation of good. This is a quote by Ernest Holmes. I'm going to repeat it. I think it's good for us to hear. Today, I live in the quiet, joyous expectation of good. Now that to me is spirit presenting itself through these words of just remembering that we do have a choice every day to choose our thoughts, to live in the quiet, joyous expectation of good. You know, there's so many rabbit holes we can go down, future events of, oh, is it not going to work out? And then attaching ourselves to that story. But why not attach ourselves to a, a story of it working out? That's been my practice today. It goes on to say, my soul has patience and containment. So I was thinking about the difference between soul and spirit. And I know soul has more of a personality, our soul, our personality. There is that connection to spirit, but spirit, I believe, is the more not of the personality, but of the higher self, the higher perspective. I think it's good for us to rem- to hear this one as well. Because I believe this is a message from spirit too. I am patient. I am able to live with ambiguity. I am able to allow situations to evolve and alter. I am able to await outcomes. I tolerate quiet periods of non-knowing while solutions emerge and present themselves. I do not force solutions. I expect the successful working out of difficulties and differences. My heart is wise. It knows when to act and when non-action is the action to take. I trust my patient heart. I trust the power of my containment. Mm, So good. And to me, the heart, the patient heart, the wise heart, 
The heart is connected to the spirit, to the higher self. So for today, since that's all we've got, how will you connect to your spirit? How will you listen? And what do you hear? When we remember that we really do have the power to change a belief, take a different action, change a thought, trust in that inner knowing, going with our gut, no matter what anyone else thinks about it, and just be your authentic self out in the world, it's so freeing. It might be a little scary, and you might be nervous at first, but the more we do it, the more we practice it, it really gets easier. For me, spirit is really everything. It's my truth. It's what I turn to. It's the guidance I seek within to help me on my way to make decisions and choices in my life. I feel we have spirit all around us, ancestors, loved ones that have passed that are still guiding us, that we have an eternal connection to. And for me, that thought and that belief really serves me. It brings so much comfort knowing that even though my dad is going to be transitioning soon to spirit, back home, to the freedom that he will have without the physical body, the illness holding him down, I'm kind of excited to see how we can connect in that way. I told him he's got to drop a lot of uh, messages, a lot of a lot of funny uh, signs and symbols because my dad has the best sense of humor. He said he would. And I can't wait to see how that shows up. Thank you so much for listening today, for being here. I didn't know where this would take me, but I'm just letting it be. If you know somebody that you think would like this episode, maybe get something out of it, gain some perspective. You can share it if you feel so inclined. In a couple of weeks, we'll be diving into the letter P for presence. Mm. Ooh, who knew that when I started this uh, inspired solo series that I would be uh, <laughs> really going deep and sharing hmm, another side of myself with everybody. But here I am. And that's what keeps life exciting. You never know where it's going to take you. So thank you for being on this journey with me. If you haven't already subscribed or followed the podcast, you can do that through Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And you can leave a rating or review. The more we have, the more the show gets out there into the world. And these platforms recommend it to people. So I'm grateful you're here. You know where to find me on Instagram at the Alana Banana Show. And of course, if you've got little ones, you can find our music and our music videos on YouTube and wherever you stream music also at the Alana Banana Show. We just released a new single, Silly Monkey. It's pretty silly. And that's the thing. I love to be silly and light and, you know, goofy. I think sometimes we do take life so seriously. I mean, look what I just did. I just went deep. But at the same time, I think because I believe this life is uh, temporary, if it's the illusion they say it is, then why not? Just not take it so seriously. Let's have fun. So that's why I like uh, making children's content. I like having fun. I like being silly. So 
If you've got a little one at home, you can find all our content at the Atlanta Banana Show. And if you want to, you can also join the Inspired Grownups private Facebook group. All of these links will be in the show notes. I hope you have a beautiful day. I am sending so much love out to you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.